A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro revenge video. If you're a pro here on YouTube, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Lil Devil. How Mrs. Reliable Got Her D-Bag of a Boss Fired I've been working the retail business for over 20 years, and let me tell you, some of the managers they hire, I can do a better job. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. Over the years of doing retail, I've established a reputation for myself. I'm Mrs. Reliable. Need someone to come in? They call me. Need somebody to stay late? They call me. Need to switch with someone because management said no for your day off? They call me. Need to switch with someone because of last minute plans? They call me. You can probably see where the story might be going, right? This story takes place a couple of years ago when I worked a major grocery store in my town slash city as a cashier. This has taken place a couple of years back in 2020. I'm on my two years at the store and we went through so many people and managers it wasn't funny. Literally it felt like we had a revolving door with how much turnover and employment we had. Getting back to the story, I was a cashier and the thing about me doing the job is that I have a tendency to be too good at my job. I was just hired to be a cashier. I was not a manager nor a monitor, someone that's a step down from management but doesn't have all the responsibilities of management, nor was a customer service. However, I was trained for nearly all the duties of someone who is. Need change? I went to the cashier, got the money out of the drawer, and went to grab the change that they needed. Need an override? I came over to see what the problem is and did the override. Need something from behind the counter? I just need to know what it is you need, and I went and grabbed it. I did all this on top of my cashier duties and self-checkout duties. Then D-Bag came along. My manager at the time, let's call her Ashley. Ashley's the front-end manager, meaning she's in charge of everything that goes on at the registers, cash office where all the money is, customer service, and the self-checkouts. Now, I liked Ashley. She was a really good boss and I liked working with her. Ashley had gotten pregnant and was expecting her second child. I was excited for her. Unfortunately, when Ashley came back though, she was no longer going to be a manager, nor was she going to full-time. She decided to come back as part-time. I can't really blame her though. You're working 40 hours a week and are not allowed any time over whatsoever. Plus, you can be working as early as 5am to working as late as whenever the last customer decides to leave. Last time that happened, we didn't get out until 11.15pm. Enter D-Bag. If you ever wondered what happened to that spoiled brat in school whose mommy never said no and always got what they wanted, that's D-Bag all grown up in a manager's position. D-Bag was the type of manager that if he told you to do something, he expected you to do it without any questions. Have plans after work? D-Bag expected you to whip out your phone right there and then, cancel your plans and come into work. Have a doctor's appointment? D-Bag expected to cancel that appointment and then come into work. If he told him no, he would say in the most condescending tone, well I need you to do it anyway, and then just stand there scowling out you the whole time. Basically trying to intimidate you by making you feel so uncomfortable by the staring until you cave. The setup. Now, I had my fair share of awful managers to the point where if I didn't need the money, I would have walked right out right then and there and never returned. And I had my fair share of good managers. D-Bag was somewhere in the middle, leaning more towards the walking out. 
Now, with me, I'll admit, over the years, I developed a sassy, sarcastic personality. I'm blunt, no filter, say what's on my mind, and I don't put up with people's BS. Apparently, D-Bag never got the memo of my not taking people's BS. Around this time, summer was ending, meaning we're now in the now hiring stage, and many positions were starting to open up in the store. Keep this in mind. What D-Bag did to get me to start my pro revenge? Strike one, I had out-of-patient vein surgery done on one of my legs and needed to take a few days off. Since I had some vacation time saved up, I used my hours for those few days that I didn't have to worry so much about not getting paid. D-Bag called me a day before I was supposed to come in, asking if I can do a 9-to-1. I asked him three times over the phone, who's closing? Because originally, I was supposed to close that day until I got my approval for my days off. D-Bag never answered me, and so I figured they just had it covered. I came in, and of course, halfway through my shift, D-Bag calls me over and says they don't have a closer. Keep in mind that I asked him three times over the phone who was closing. D-Bag wanted me to clock out, go home for a few hours, then come to work and close. I said no, and then he tried the whole guilt tripping about not having anyone and that, we really need you to do this. I said no because one, I'm really tired and just came off surgery like three days ago. Two, I already made plans with my husband for the evening. Of course, D-Bag didn't like this because the next time I came to work, D-Bag was just being petty and passive aggressive with me. Basically, he'll either pretend I wasn't there, ignored me, or the transaction that he was doing was taking longer than it should and then chastise me in front of the customers for taking too long to get to him. When I had my follow-up appointment with the vein doctor, D-Bag asked me if I can come earlier. I told him no, I can't because I have a doctor's appointment in the morning that day. Then he did his usual, we'll need you to do it anyway, and started doing that stare with me. Unfortunately for him, I'm used to this when it came to Karen's and Kevin's trying to intimidate me because something didn't come out right. I quickly shut that down by getting the other cashier's attentions when they need help with something, or quickly grabbed a customer's attention. When I came in after my appointment, D-Bag with a smug grin very loudly in earshot of the big wigs from corporate visiting that day said, Well OP, looks like you noticed that I didn't call you in because we didn't need you. I replied, good because I wasn't able to come in early anyway. Strike two, remember how I said that the store had openings? Well, turns out customer service needed some help, and the only way to get there was to ask your manager. So I went to D-Bag and asked about being at the customer service desk. With everything I've already been doing, I was basically the front-end assistant manager without the pay and title. D-Bag said that he would get back to me, especially since I've been doing a great job. Two to three weeks later, I'm seeing people that I trained or have started months after I did getting promoted to customer service desk while I stay as a cashier with all the other responsibilities piled on top. The customer service desk position would have easily have been a 50 cent raise. The monitor position would have been a 75 cent raise. And of course, D-Bag didn't want to pay more for doing the exact same thing that I was already doing. I was starting to get the message of, why pay for the cow when the milk is free? Strike three, I was starting to look for another job at this point because I was getting sick and tired of how I was being treated, but I wanted to try and give this guy one last chance. So I found out that the seafood department in my store had an opening and I even talked to the seafood department manager Debbie about me possibly being in her department. He was ecstatic to have me and was willing to work around my college schedule. I had to talk to my manager D-Bag in order to get the transfer going. 
I talked to D-Bag and he started to come up with any and all kinds of excuses to not have me transfer. I quickly shot that down and even the one where he tried to say that I can't because another coworker was transferring. First time I've heard of this, but the coworker said they had no problem with me going, so I thought that was that, right? Wrong. Three to four weeks have passed and I've been getting nowhere with the whole transferring to the other department. Even Debbie was wondering why it was taking so long for me to get to the seafood department and why management was dragging their feet with this. Turns out, D-Bag blocked my transfer and they wound up hiring a new employee to the seafood department. D-Bag thought if there were no positions available, he can just deny my transfer and that I have no choice but to stay. After an argument between the two of us about this, because I was calling him out on his BS, D-Bag said the magic words, just do your job. Cue the malicious compliance. Just do my job? Okay. I was so glad that the wearing a mask was required, otherwise they might have seen my evil smile when I agreed to just do my job. Need an override? Sorry, but I'm not management, nor am I a monitor, so I can't do that. Let me go grab someone who can. Need change? Sorry, but I'm not management, nor am I a monitor, so I can't do that. Let me go grab someone who can. Need something behind the customer service desk? Sorry, but I'm not trained, nor am I customer service. Let me grab someone who can get that for you. D-Bag was at his wit's end, and he even tried to write me up for something. I quickly shut that down when I started to recite what being a cashier entails and what my actual job of being a cashier is. And I told him that if he wants me to continue with all those responsibilities, that he needs to promote me so I can do all of those responsibilities. He quickly stepped back into being his passive-aggressive behavior that I quickly shut down. I eventually found another job with better pay and better benefits and handed in my resignation of me leaving in 10 days. That D-bag tried to deny and say, no, you have to give us two weeks notice. I quickly shut that down with a response, you wouldn't be giving us a two week notice if you were going to fire us or lay us off or let go. Just a two minute warning. Cue the petty revenge. Now, you're probably wondering what could I have possibly done for the petty revenge, right? Well, there was an old saying, never kill the golden goose. Well, readers, what do you think what happens to a department that is solely dependable on one person whose reputation is Mrs. Reliable. Need me to come in on my day off? Sorry, I can't. I have plans. Need me to stay late? Sorry, I can't. I already made plans. Someone called out? Sorry, I can't make it. I did this throughout the entire rest of my stay at that place. D-Bag couldn't do anything about it either, and it was starting to get to him on what happens when you heavily rely on someone else but treat them so badly that they actually decide to leave. His performance, because I wasn't there to cover his butt, was starting to take a toll. He had to do so much now of his own responsibilities that there wasn't a thing he could do to me. He kept trying to be extra passive aggressive with me, to which I just smiled and waved and said goodbye to everyone but him. Now, this wouldn't be a pro-revenge without the pro-revenge. After talking to a friend of mine about what happened when I worked there, he told me to report this to the district manager because that kind of behavior isn't good for the workplace. Cue the pro-revenge. I got the email address of the district manager for my friend, and then I went back to the store as a customer. I kept in touch with a couple of my old co-workers and kept asking them how they were doing and how's work going. None of them had a problem inventing to me on how bad things were getting with D-Bag. I asked if they didn't mind if I put their name in the complaint or if they just wanted to be anonymous. A lot of them chose the latter. 
I whipped out my phone, used the quick memo app that I had, and quickly wrote the notes in my phone, the date, and the register that the cashier was on at the time. I sent that email with the attached notes, and with the entire account on my part as well, to the district manager. Now, this wouldn't be a pro revenge if it just stopped there. I took a step further. You see, with the receipts that we get, there's a survey on the bottom of every receipt, and management kept trying to boost us to get customers to take the survey because it helped with the story front and all the points that the store gets. Well, here's the thing about that survey. When you fill out the survey, including the comments, everyone gets to see it. And I mean everyone. D-Bag, the assistant store manager, the store manager, the regional manager, the district manager, and the representative of corporate get to see it all. So you can imagine what I did. Needed a snack for school? Filled out the survey. Needed groceries? Filled out the survey. Needed a drink? Filled out the survey. I went to that store multiple times and gotten so many different surveys because there wasn't a limit for how many you can fill out. And I made sure to put everything that D-Bag was doing on all those surveys, including how he treated his employees. Three months after I left, the person they hired back in seafood to make sure I couldn't go back there quit. Six months after I left, D-Bag was nowhere to be found. A new manager took over for him, and no one seems to know what happened to D-Bag. For those of you wondering or commenting, no, I didn't stay in one place for 20 years. I wouldn't stay working for some place, only making minimum wage and no benefits. The retail business is really shady. The only raise I got was when minimum wage went up. But during the pandemic, we all started making 30 cents more an hour. But when the state reopened and they announced that we will be going back to minimum wage, more than half the staff left. The 20 years of experience is me working the retail industry with different jobs. And before anyone asks, yes, I've applied to management positions. I either get brushed off or they keep telling me because I don't have a degree that I can't get the management position. Just wanted to clear that up. Isn't it sad that whether it's from nepotism or brown nosing or they just got the perfect stranglehold on the dynamics of higher ups versus the people working underneath them, that people like this manager can keep holding onto that position, treating people that way, and never getting reprimanded until somebody like OP goes so far out of their way that corporate can't help but not ignore it. Only when OP went to that store every other day, filled out a survey about how awful things were, and kept going on and on about how bad they are, how bad they treat the staff, how bad of a manager they are, only then did something finally happen. A situation like that shouldn't have gone on for as long as it did, and it possibly came at the cost of denying OP better jobs in the future. OP deserved that position, and OP said they had trouble getting into positions like that in the future. If they got that promotion, maybe they would have gotten better offers from other places. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. If you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.